Oh, hey. Sorry I didn't see you there. This is an audio medium. If you grew up with Disney Channel shows, decoms, and music, the Time Machine is ready for you to take a trip back to those golden days. Quick! Before the time reaches 8-7 Central! What is up, time travelers? Welcome back to the Time Machine podcast with me, Becca Stockner. And me, Hunter Martin. Um, I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to tell the people what we just did. Um, <laughs> you make it sound so naughty. No, naughty. <laughs> um, we just did something very cool yes. for the podcast that will, that will be happening later um, in the month. But it's like, how can we not rehash a little bit? I know. Um, but that's all we're going to say. The it's just top is, of mind. The theme of the month is Secrets Revealed. And, and it will be revealed later. Yeah, you'll have a secret. And that's all. That's that's all. That's all we're gonna say. Um, so just be on the lookout. Um, at the end of June, it will be dropping. If all goes according to plan. Um, but besides that, a little a little tease. What's going on with you? Any any fun stuff? Um. Well, I this last weekend I was in Atlanta, and you weren't there. It's weird, it's weird going to Atlanta now with you not living there, but I saw Paramore again, and I got to take my partner to the Coke Museum, and he's a Mountain Dew boy, so that was interesting for us. <laughs> uh, major shout out to the little kid in the tasting room who ran up to their family and yelled, I'm all coked out at the top of their lungs. Same. <laughs> Maybe. I mean, after like three sips of the ne- the last like... I, like, you know when you're working your way around the tasting room and you're like, I'm going to try all these. And then you have three, like, sticky, sweet red sodas back to back. And you're like, I'm going to throw up in that trash can and then we're going to go yeah. home. Well, it was about like that. Well, one kid was coked out. Meanwhile, my feet are burnt. To a Again! Again! Again. You can't go a summer without sun burning your feet. And I'm, I, for one, am tired of it. I... T- <laughs> I'm not loving that this keeps happening to me. I'm tired. It's, it's just, okay, not my, it's like, it's not as bad as it was last summer. My goal for this summer when I go on my beach trip is for it to not happen. And I may just have to, when I go to the beach, just have a blanket over my feet. It happens every freaking year, no matter what. It does. If you've been listening um, to this podcast, you've heard him blubber on about his sunburned my, feet at least twice. Last year was so bad. It was really bad. Um, so I got a little sun, sunburned, sun-kissed, more like sun-like, what's the episode of sun-kissed? Sun-slapped? <laughs> I got really sun-slapped on my feet. Um, it doesn't roll off the tongue. But I'm ready to slap you across the face with some 401 stories. Oh, God. <laughs> Figuratively, of course. Okay, well, let's get into it. All right, first story is a little Disney Channel news. I want to bring this up because this is a brand new show that they announced. Mm -hmm. And it has me thinking, I think Disney Channel has lost the plot (laughs) of what's going on here. I am interested because when you first told me about this off mic, you said that it had freaking in the title. And I was like, what? And then they put it out there and they spelled it with two E's. Lame. Well, I'm going to tell you why. Because there's a reason why. There is? Okay. Um, so, it's this new show called Pretty Freaking Scary. It follows the adventures of Frankie Rip. 
R.I.P.P. <laughs> a 14-year-old girl who has seemingly perfect life, great parents, annoying little brother, lifelong BFF, until she dies. Um, <laughs> after some heated debate in the underworld with the Grim Reaper herself, Frankie is allowed to return home, but only if she's accompanied by her new underworld guardians, pretty and scary. Frankie will now have to adapt to her once-dead status in the most challenging setting of all, middle school. Okay, Julie Comes out and later the this year. So there's a lot to unpack with is the first episode her funeral? It can't be like it can't be like she got killed in a car crash. It can't be exactly. something like that. Well, Julie and the Phantoms It has to be like she choked on a chicken wing or something. Julie and the Phantoms, while not Disney Channel, is very Disney Channel Disney adjacent. adjacent because obviously Kenny Ortega is involved, but it also has that Disney Channel feel. And those three yeah. characters pass away by eating a bad hot dog. So it would have to be something like that, and her death is going to have to be off screen. Oh, yeah. Obviously. I bet you she'll, the first scene will, like, she'll be in the underworld. Be like, what? What I'm hearing is that Disney Channel watched Wendell and Wilde, and they watched Julie and the Phantoms, and they took notes. And here we are. And it's just like, what What are we doing now? Yeah. Now she's a ghost? I mean, this is interesting. Like, I... I don't think that they've convinced me to sit down and watch it. But like, I, I mean, I will not be watching. And I'm wondering if anyone... It's just a weird... I can't imagine this plot going up against, you know, the sweet life. Well, that ship has long sailed. No, you, literally. I mean, if, they got if, on a ship and they set sail. Like, if Disney Channel wanted to, like, invite us to the premiere or something, like, I would love to do that. Oh, of course. But... If Disney Channel's listening at all, which I know they are... In my head, you can invite us to the opening of a paper bag and we'll go. <laughs> um, you know, I'm just saying like the tone of it does not yeah, scream it's... when Disney Channel was happening when we were kids. Are we entering a new era? Of what? I, well, I feel like all death? of the new ads. <laughs> <Death>. <laughs> to all of them. <laughs> the death of the Disney Channel <laughs> begins with this show. I, a lot of the shows that I've been seeing them come up with that are new are like superhero driven. So maybe they are okay with a little, a little violence these days. <laughs> maybe. It seems maybe. today that all you that see. all you see is teenagers dying on Disney TV channel. <laughs> now you do. All right. Um, our next story and our actually final story, but um. It's a good story to talk about. So Raven Simone says everyone she's dated had to sign an NDA. Hmm. So those who have dated Raven Simone have gone through their fair share of legal paperwork. The star revealed that everyone who has been romantically involved with her has had to sign an NDA before entering a relationship. She says, all of my relationships, especially obviously when I started dating, I had to get people to sign NDAs. Um, it took me a while to wrap my head around it because it's very impersonal, impersonal, but somehow someone in our position needs to do that. Um, she said it would happen before the, na- the naughty times come. <laughs> she goes right before na- naughty time comes. Welcome to being a celebrity in Hollywood. It's true, though, nowadays, hashtags real life. They change the dynamic of having an intimate relationship with somebody. Um, she said she even when she started dating her now wife. Um, her mom encouraged her to sign an NDA. I um, mean, yeah. Like, I, I don't think that's too bad of a move. 
I'm rereading. I don't think it is. I'm rereading my favorite um, book series from middle school and childhood, which was about a girl, like a young starlet in Hollywood. And all the plot points are about like, oh, her boyfriend is going to leak something to the press. Or like at one point, her boyfriend's sister leaks something to the press. Yeah. And it always causes I mean, I a guess like you... And they never right. talk about NDAs in those books. Well, it's like, especially if you're like going into an intimate setting, you don't want like a press release being like, you'll never guess what Cheetah Girl star Raven has hiding under her bed. Or like, big shock, Raven Simone's third nipple. Right. I mean, it makes and the NDA makes sense in the reality of who Raven Simone is. If you had me to sign an NDA for whatever reason, I'd be like, who am I going to tell? For what reason? You never know. You never know who people are going to be when they're in a situation that suddenly benefits them. What are you saying? Like, if, you know, you're in a happy, loving relationship with someone like Raven Simone. And you're like, oh, well, I wouldn't mm-hmm. need to sign an NDA. I'd never do that to her. And then someone's like, we'll offer you $5 million for the dirt on what's in her bedside table. You know? I would never do that to Raven. Maybe you would. Because <laughs> you're a greedy little thing. I'm a grubby, money-hungry little grabber. <laughs> no, I, I don't You're know. a money gr- <laughs> money-grabbing, scheming I'm little not, thing. I'm not... Well, it was a short 401, but that's all the 401 I have for you. Well, speaking of Raven, psst, I have a secret. <laughs> What's your secret? My secret is that all through the month of June, the Time Machine <laughs> is covering secrets. Uh, this month is Summer of Secrets here on the pod. And as you all know, as we love to say, Disney Channel in the 2000s loved nothing more than a teen with a secret. I don't think just in the 2000s. I just think they love a little shtick that the 20, has a The 2010s was girlies with jobs. Right. <laughs> the 2000s were, were, mid-2000s were girlies with secrets. Right. And secrets, secrets are no fun. Secrets always hurt someone. And so secrets I, always have to be shared when you're on the Disney Channel one way or another. Um, so this month is all about the secrets of the shows that we're discussing and episodes in which that secret is revealed to someone else. And usually, I will say, the episodes are the character reveals their secret to someone significant. The one we're talking about today... (laughs) Not so much. (laughs) ...is not the case. So, let's start off with the episode we're covering today is called Double... That's a Raven Season 3, Double Vision. It aired December 17th, 2004. Um, So, basically, this episode is all about... Raven discovers that another student in her school has visions and they just um, so happen to Chelsea just has a happen to have a crush on this guy and Raven has a vision that they kiss and it kind of unravels why they end up kissing. And then this episode is all about smooching. Um, Right. (laughs) The B plot is Corey getting his first kiss. The B plot is more of a plot in that it's barely there. Yeah, and it all takes place on the couch. <laughs> did you did you peep who uh, directed this episode? Yes, Takia Crystal Kamal directed our mother. This episode. Our mother, not mother in front of the camera, but behind. Behind, so she had a good excuse not to be there. Um, do you remember this episode at all? Of course. Really? Yes. This episode is more significant to me because of the disguise that we get. It is a very iconic disguise, but I I do remember seeing this one. Yeah. At some point, I don't have like a specific memory of like the very day this episode came out. I was seated on the blue couch. 
but I know that I saw it. Um, mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I just have like a sense memory specifically of the scene with Eddie and um, Rainbow in the closet. I can't, girl. <laughs> <laughs> That's why made me laugh out loud. Yeah. I will say watching this season, I wrote this episode and the cool thing about doing this podcast is we kind of cherry pick episodes from various seasons so we kind of can see we don't have to wait like so long to kind of see the progression of characters or lack of progression of characters and stuff i can definitely tell season three it seemed like raven simone orlando brown especially them two and annalise kind of had more free reign to kind of it seemed more like putting their own personalities yeah. into it. Yeah, I also love how you can kind of see the back corner of the one hallway of Bayside. Like, we're expanding <laughs> the world a little. We're expanding <laughs> the world of Bayside here on that story event. Um, I will say I remember this episode, um, mainly because of the disguise. But I... It's interesting because um, throughout, like we kept saying throughout this month, we're doing episodes from shows that have the character reveal their big secret um and it's usually to the the best friend of the show um and it's usually really early on in the show yeah Uh, because we say in order for the best friend or whoever who's part of the main cast to be more involved in the show they have to know the secret otherwise they're just kind of you know yeah in the show from a from a distance because they can't be fully involved episode one of hannah montana is Lily finding out yeah. the secret. And I think an episode that we're covering sometime this month is mm-hmm. episode two. the episode immediately following and is another secret revealed yeah. for another so, major character. Yeah, but so, Raven, Raven is interesting because when, it, when Raven starts, everybody who's integral to the plot pretty much already knows. Like the family already knows and mm-hmm. Chelsea and Eddie already know as well. Yeah. So and I don't know if it was that's like a good thing i don't know it so we never got to see in the show how raven telling anyone really significant um not even like when she dates devon she tells like she doesn't really tell anyone that's not in the inner circle so it was funny to kind of think about an episode that had to deal with of course there's episodes where someone's like is raven psychic but at the end everyone's like no she's not so uh, we were so it was, it was interesting to try to um weasel an episode where raven confesses to someone that she's psychic because she really doesn't in the show apparently sometime like canonically raven tells devon that she's psychic before they get married in between that's a raven and raven's home well, that makes sense what wikipedia says and, oh and i guess we watched that episode of raven's home when we we're doing raven's home rehash where it shows raven having her first vision that is true. And they're like in kindergarten, but it's not Yeah, canon? and she was there with Chelsea. Yeah. So Chelsea probably has known for a long, long time. I just, in my head, she tells Devon, and Devon's like, you what? And then what? files the <laughs> files files divorce. divorce. And she goes, I saw that. I knew that was coming. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I, we'll get to it about my opinion on what could have what stories could have happened after this? Because mm-hmm. I feel like it's this episode in particular is a really big missed opportunity for the show going forward. I know. Um, for Mr. I don't ben. Know. I, for Ben. Mr. Um, so, so, <laughs> uh So I guess let's get into it so we can kind of um, 
um, grow upon that idea of why we think that's this this um, this character introduced is a missed opportunity not to bring him back. Yeah. Um, so we open with Chelsea um, is putting up posters for the vegetarian club. Mm-hmm. Is that what this is? It's a vegetarian club benefit, and she it is revealed that she got Rainbow R A Y N E Bow to play. Mm-hmm. Which Raven is excited about. A lot of people seem excited about. I and I kept thinking to myself, like, who is our singer songwriter equivalent of Rainbow? Like Phoebe Bridgers. Phoebe Bridgers, maybe, but <laughs> like I don't really. Phoebe know Bridgers Phoebe is Brid- playing at a high school. <laughs> yeah, I guess like someone like that. That's kind of everyone knows, but is very niche. But she is stapling posters to the wall, of course. And Raven gets excited and rips it down. Yeah. And Chelsea um, staples it back up and Raven rips it down a second Ra- time. Raven kind of bulldozes Chelsea a lot. Mm-hmm. But that's Ray. That's our Ray. That's Ray. Go Ray. Um, but then Chelsea gets distracted by the new kid in school, Ben. And Raven's like, you have a crush on Ben? And she's like, no, I don't. And then like Chelsea staples her sleeve. To the poster. Yeah. Classic Chels. Classic Chels. But that is a breezy cardigan with a lot of netting and holes. So you know what? I'm not fine. I'm I'm not faulting her one brain cell for that one. Yeah. I think that could have happened. Yeah, it's it's an honest mistake. It's an honest mistake. <laughs> but then Raven has a vision and Chelsea's like, Did you have a vision? What did you see? Uh oh, yeah. because the vision is of Raven and this guy kissing mm-hmm. awkwardly. Yeah. <laughs> like at arm's length, bent forward, booties out. <laughs> Very strange. Which is like rare. A, a Disney Channel kiss on screen is rare. Oh, I know. So the fact that this happens. I mean, I always once... say that they, they dangled the Troy Gabriella kiss in front of us for so long, but yet Raven is locking lips with this rando in minute five. Minute five? Not hmm. even. And twice. But and she twice. has a vision of. Well, it's the um, same footage. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Double dose. Um, <laughs> double visions, double dose. Um, so Raven has a vision of him, of her kissing Ben. And Chelsea's like, Raven, what did you see? And Raven's like, um, um, I saw you putting posters over there. Yeah. So Raven sends her away and she mentions the true contents of her vision to Eddie. Which makes me think like, Eddie's like, what did you really see? Mm-hmm. Which like, is that to me has undertones that Raven and Eddie, I don't know, have like a, I don't know, have known about the visions longer? I don't, something about that was like, oh, Raven and Eddie talk about visions more than Chelsea and Eddie do. I don't know. Maybe that's just me reading into it. It might just be because the contents of the vision tend to involve Chelsea more than they involve Eddie. Mm -hmm. I think just, at least from what I've seen. Or maybe he just is smart. But what's also strange, is this the first time that Raven has a vision about something happening where she is not there at all? Are you talking about the rainbow vision? I was thinking that. Where No, because she's had visions before where, like, she had a vision of her dad getting fired. Remember? That's true. And that's why she went to save it. Okay, that that was just so, something that came to my yeah. It's like, head. what is the canon? What is the vision canon? Exactly. Can she see what she sees? Like she can only see the vision head canon is getting very muddy. 
well, in this episode, someone... especially with the introduction of this other character. But, um, uh, but Eddie is kind of like, you need to, you know, make sure you don't have any contact with that guy because we don't know why you're kissing. And so the best way to avoid that happening is just to avoid any contact with this person um, mm-hmm. at all. I, I know we come back from the theme song to Raven and Chelsea, like walking down the hallway and Chelsea's still talking about this Ben guy that she's into. And Raven says something where she's like, you would be a kiss. I mean, a miss. <laughs> <laughs> Raven, you slip of the tongue. The slip of the tongue. Um, she can, she can get a disguise on a moment's notice, but she can't like rein it in. Slip well, of the tongue. You know, you know she loves a boy. Yeah, she's a little boy crazy. She got a kiss on the brain. She's talking about it. She got a kiss in the brain and kiss in the eye. The well, kiss of the beholder. She has a vision that another vision. That there's a girl standing in front of these doors, like bent over, messing with a shoe or something. <laughs> she gets demolished by the door. <laughs> when it like is announced over the intercom that the tickets for Rainbow are on sale and she gets stampeded. And with with her bent over and the way that her hair was, I was like, is that Alana? My thing was, one, she gets yeeted by the door. <laughs> so she's like, oh. But then it goes back to Chelsea saying another vision like raven doesn't have multiple visions a day like so what is the lore here i mean sometimes we have one and up and then sometimes like i don't know that's like i need like scientific (laughs) studies about these visions because like you said we're about to get it we're, we're getting into little money territory when this character is being introduced now exactly so raven needs to be her body should be studied by science (laughs) When Raven Baxter passes away, I need the health department to get on this. We need an eye exam. And study her brain and see what's going on in there. But um, the doors burst open and Ben and Raven both at the same time run over there, react, and swoop her out of the way. So mm-hmm. what apparently happened, and then, I mean, what we find out for sure happened after they kind of dance around it a little bit is that both of them had the exact same vision. So if two psychics are in proximity to each other, are they having the exact same vision? Yeah, are they like... Like, did Ben have a vision about Eddie and be like, who is that? <laughs> right. I mean, we've talked about it where Raven sometimes can have, like, does Raven have visions of people that she's... is not Like, can she have a vision from someone in Florida? Yeah. Like, like g- getting an F on their test. And be like, right. so I just saw a vision of this random girl from Orlando, Florida. Or like if any two psychics are in proximity to each other, are they then having the same ones? Because we later find out, like, I mean, spoilers, I guess. But when Ben and Raven hug or grab arms or kiss, like, they then they can see the vision again. And sometimes, like, even clearer or more intense. Right. And now it's like, and we'll get into it. So, so if I don't two psychics wanna... have sexual relations, do they discover the deeper meaning of life? Like, <laughs> what happens? You know, you know that 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 um that one theory. When you put two psychics in a room, <laughs> you let them you let them do their thing. Um, but that's when Raven and Ben. Well, one, the girl is just this dialogue is great, folks. <laughs> Um, the girl's like, wow, it's crazy that you both knew exactly what was going to happen at the exact same time. And then she hobbles off. <laughs> she walks away. And that's when Raven and Ben are like, yeah, that was weird. It's like we knew it was going to happen at the same time. And that's when they find out that they're psychic. Yeah. 
And Ben is like, I feel this connection with you. And Eddie is walking by and like shoulder checks Raven and coughs. <laughs> and that's when Raven gets a great Raven line. Yeah, gotta go. <laughs> and runs away. Imagine you're talking to someone and you just found out that you have this amazing thing in common. Someone shoulder checks them and coughs. And then they're like, I gotta go. <laughs> I Like what Ben did. Ben was just standing there like, uh, what? So let's check in on the B-plot, shall we? Corey is pouring what looks like pink lemonade into two glasses. He puts a flower in the empty bottle that is on a plate full of oranges, orange slices, and he says, perfecto. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, to be romanced by Corey Baxter. And then we get a knock on the door, and it is Cindy. Corey's like, now going to be girlfriend in this episode. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, I thought Cindy was this singer for a long time. I googled her when I watched the episode, and it's not her. Um, it is, I don't know if you remember this one, side note, sidebar. Do you remember the movie Tarzan 2? It was a prequel. Is that when he's young Tarzan? Yeah. I, well, we just spoke on how I just saw Tarzan for the first oh, time. Oh, yeah, like so I doubt ago. you've seen Tarzan I'm too. aware of its existence, but I have There's not seen this it. song. Her name was Tiffany something, and she sang, like, the theme song for Tarzan 2. And for years, I thought it was the same girl. It's not. Um, I'll send you the clip and be like, so oh, I can see she? why you said that. What? Who is, she, who is Cindy, then? Her, her name is... Cindy is just some random actress who but was you, in a couple of episodes but of But you Raven. thought she sang Tarzan 2? I just thought it was the same person. That's all. Well, sidebar, sidebar, because I was on IMDb, um, and it's open in the background. Orlando Brown's IMDb photo, the rest of the cast of That's a Raven's photos and the cast of this episode as well, um, Girl was played by Joelle Ashley. Shout out to Girl. Shout out to Girl. For getting pushed over in the hallway. Um, But Orlando Brown's IMDb photo is a random screenshot from a That's a Raven episode of him and Annalise Vanderpool. He is carrying a dresser and Annalise is carrying a chair. What? That's his IMTV photo. That's nice. Like when you look up Orlando Brown, that is the the picture that they give you. You know what? And that's just telling of Orlando Brown's contribution to That's a Raven. Now, why is there always <laughs> meaningless stuff going down in the B plot when there is like real nail biting tension in the A plot? that's the B plot. It's not the A. I know. But the brother's, so, the brother's got to act a fool. Brother's gotta, I don't think he, he wasn't really foolish. I know. Once this plot kind of got like started. So Cindy's coming over to do homework like she always does, I guess. And they reveal that they like each other. And Corey asks Cindy to be his girlfriend. And she says yes. And then she's immediately like, I have to leave right now and tell all my friends and family. And I will be back tomorrow <laughs> so at three. So we can kiss. The audience was like, (gasps) the scheduled kissing. Once I got into it, I was like, yeah, this is middle school dating to a T. We're like, your boyfriend, girlfriend now. Great. Cool. Sit with me at lunch. Maybe. Probably won't talk to you till next week. (laughs) Word. See you later. (laughs) I guess we'll kiss tomorrow. I guess we'll kiss at this (laughs) scheduled time. Because then it cuts to Corey and he's like, we got a kiss! With like a big old like cartoony zoom. Uh, the, the cartooniest, faced, twitchiest zoom. He's like, kiss! Were they trying to set up Corey to be the new Raven with that shot? Well, it works. Be honest. 
Corey in the house. So then we're back at school and um Raven is red on red. <laughs> Ravening red Ravening in red. Because she's an adulteress. <laughs> she's <laughs> a temptress. <laughs> but Chelsea comes up to Raven and she's like, I I ha- I still haven't really talked to Ben yet. Like I just I keep seeing him in the hallway and I keep smiling because that's how we flirt in the That's a Raven universe is we mm-hmm. see a boy in the hallway and that's all we do. Um, but she's like, I was hoping maybe you could talk to him for me, like see if he likes me. And um, Chelsea is like, Raven, can you talk to him for me? Mm-hmm. And he, she's like, oh, I don't think that's a good idea. And then she leaves. And that's when Ben comes up to Raven and is like, hey, we have to talk. And Raven's like, because uh, remember, Raven still has a vision. Yeah. That has not come true yet. Mm-hmm. Um, and Ben reveals that he has never told anyone um, anybody that he's like friends, family, literally anyone. And Raymond's like, uh, you haven't like you have to tell at least somebody. And he's like, yeah, I told you. Can I trust you? And she's like, yeah, you can trust me. And that's when they hug. And yeah. that's when we and that's when we get the double vision. The Split screen. Double vision. So and then we they see rainbow screaming there's not going to be a show this mm-hmm. is a disaster and then they're back into reality and chelsea is watching them hug and she's so defeated that she has to clunk 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 run away it's the definition of this is like the definition of um it's not what it looks like <laughs> also now we're back to the lore of does time stop when they have visions or does it not because Raven and and Ben were hugging with Chelsea not around, and then when they got out of the hug, she was there. So then time doesn't, clearly time doesn't stop then. Does, because she was walking up. Yeah. Because we've seen, we've seen like Raven have visions and we don't go see the vision. She just kind of stares. But then there's been some moments where, I don't know. I think the liberties are taken when the plot needs it. Exactly. We well, we have to get, have Chelsea's dramatic running away moment. <laughs> She's like, "Wow, Ray!" They hugged. <laughs> they hugged. Like, what if his mom just died? Right, and it's like <laughs> he just told me his mom, Ch- Chels. He just told me his mommy passed away. <laughs> <laughs> it's too late. Chelsea already thunk funked her way into the the back corner of the set because mm-hmm. she has somewhere to run now. <laughs> so yeah, she's got to run away. Um, and so and then Miss um, Girl arrives, Rainbow. Rainbow. She is played by Caitlin Crosby, who I did some investigation into because I was like, is this a person? And she seems like a person who has been very, like, celebrity adjacent but is not super famous herself. Um, she's primarily known for being a singer-songwriter, which is, I'm guessing, why she got this role. Um, she did some acting here and there, just like a couple roles, one or two episodes on some shows. She dated Zachary Levi at one point. What? Yeah, because I read an interview with her from 2009 where she was being interviewed about dating Zachary Levi. And she also started this project that I'm guessing is defunct because of who she did it with. Um, it was called Love Your Flaws, F-A-F-L-A-W-Z, the Love Your Flaws project. Yikes. Which she started with Brie Larson. Hmm. So I'm guessing Brie Larson became a bit too busy. <laughs> right. Okay. With Brie her Lar- 900 car commercials. Right. I can't turn on my telly without seeing Brie Larson in the car commercial. 
But yeah, Try that's who she know. is. So she has run run Caddy Corner to some stars. Um, has that's- a couple albums out there. She has an Instagram project where they sell keys, necklace keys. Mm-hmm. Definitely a MLM vibe. Yeah. She would DM you, hey, girly, on Facebook. <laughs> but that's, um, yeah, that's her. That is Rainbow. And I just found it funny that this supposed megastar just casually walks into a high school and is like, hey, I'm here with not my team or anyone. Yeah. <laughs> Can someone like, tell me where to go? Got off the trolley, the San Francisco <laughs> trolley with her with her guitar. And Eddie is somehow in charge of showing her where to go. What does and, she like, name him? Her she dubs him a name. Um, shoot. Was it Cloudburst? It was Cloud Cloudburst, something. Cloudburst. Cloudburst. Yeah. She's just like, I like your vibe. I like your, you're like, you're like my, my Cloudburst. She's like, is there um, someone that me and Melinda, Melinda can meditate? And he's like, who, who else? And Melinda's her guitar. So Eddie yeah. takes her to the supply closet. Mm-hmm. Loved seeing that old coffee maker in there. Yeah. Who's using that? The janitor. <laughs> but she sits down in this like haggard room that probably smells like bis, if I had to guess. Bis. It smells like bis. <laughs> it smells like, smells like bees bis. and bleach. And, and the, the sawdust that they throw down on the floor when someone yarps. Right. <laughs> and I she's remember like, like in in school when like the janitor would like go with the saw like when people sense memory. Or when you'd be walking through the hallway and you'd see it and be like, ah, Mm. Sidestep that. I remember. Can we do a sidebar to the sidebar to the sidebar? <laughs> yeah. Um, I remember when someone threw up in. Um, caution! We're hit, we're heading into throw up territory. So if you're queasy, just skip like ten seconds or a minute. Um, when I was in elementary school and we were doing like our morning like reading and we were all sitting in a circle, someone barfed <laughs> up their breakfast like in the middle of the circle. And everyone like backed up and were like, "Ew!" It was Chunky McChunkerson. God, don't say that. I said, and then like because people are saying throw up, then other people are like gagging, and so it's like a whole, a whole thing. It's always it's so (laughs) miserable. It's miserable. It's misery. But it's always funny to think back on like the random places that children like children would just be like. Like, like literally like that's what i'm imagining the supply closet smells like and rainbow is just like it's perfect i love it yeah because oh, I, I remember the reason why eddie is in charge because because i was like and while you were saying this I was like why was eddie in charge of yeah like, i i couldn't because tell raven it. runs after chelsea mm-hmm. and raven's like eddie i had this vision that something's gonna happen to rainbow so you got to keep an eye on her so that's why eddie is there right just for context, because they're in the supply closet, and then like I think it's time to get ready for the show, and they try to leave, and um, that's when Rainbow's little facade drops, and she's like really like panicking, and that's Raven. Well, she's vision. like we're we're locked in, and then she's like we're locked in. She starts <laughs> banging on the door, and it's like because that's when this Orlando is like Brown the, gives this is honestly the best scene in the in the. This this is Orlando Brown's episode for this one moment. Oh, I laughed. <laughs> Where Rainbow is like, he checks the door. Eddie, when Eddie can't get the door open, he's like, um. And Rainbow compliments him on 
his meditation noise. He says, no, that was an, um, we're locked in. (laughs) (laughs) She says, get us out of here, Cloudburst. And he goes, I can't, girl. (laughs) A great reaction. Just for that delivery, I need someone to upload a a, a pro headshot of Orlando Brown dying to me. (laughs) Come on. Uh, And that's when Raven's vision comes true, where she goes, there's, there's not going to be a show. So this, this is, is a, a disaster. disaster. Which Eddie's like, oh, like that was it. Yeah. Um, but I think it's time to check in with the B plot and kind of put that to rest before we get back into it and meet up with what Ra- how Raven's going to save the day. Ray, so Ray, now Ray. Corey is nervous about kissing. Corey's nervous. We see him putting on breath spray. He puts some breath spray on a teddy bear's lips. And he's going to and town. He's, some, he's going to town. And then we hear Victor go, Corey? Corey? <laughs> and Victor's only seen in this episode, too. Right. What was he doing? The catering? <laughs> you know how much Rondell loves to take a break and not be in the show that he's right. a, a season regular on. Come on now. <laughs> and we just get a nice conversation about, like, if you don't want to kiss someone right now, that's okay. Like, do it when you're ready. Yeah, you don't have to. Yeah. Very sweet. Um. And that's when Sydney comes in and they kind of have that same conversation. I know we're like yeah. really bypassing this B plot, but it the really, episode bypassed it. The, the episode by like, there's really nothing of, of meaty substance to talk about no. this B plot. Like the, the meatiest thing we just talked about was Corey smacking lips with the teddy bear. That was like the meatiest part. I of mean, it. it's cute, but like the scene that we discussed nice. and then this scene is, is all that it is. So it does go by very briefly. Cause like right after, Victor leaves and like gives Corey that advice. Sydney walks in. Yeah, she's already there. And they, it's three o'clock. It's time to kiss. And they talk about like, oh, and they agree. They're like, yeah, we don't want to kiss until well, we're Corey's ready. Corey's like, I haven't kissed a girl before, so if you want someone with more experience, yeah. I understand. And then Cindy's like, well, I haven't kissed a boy before either, but that's okay. We don't like, we don't have to. And they hug. And then once mm-hmm. they pull out of the hug, they end up looking at each other. They have the kiss anyway. It's very tee hee hee. Yeah. Everybody's the audience happy. Made, the audience was very tee-hee-hee of it, too. Well, yeah. It's a, it's a kick-your-feet kind of little moment. <laughs> um, A lot less awkward than my first kiss, so congrats, Corey Baxter. Congrats, Corey Baxter. <laughs> Mine had teeth involved. Yikes. Uh-huh. We'll leave it at that. <laughs> um, so now we're back into the Bayside, and this is when, like, Raven and Chelsea are like, talking it out and ben comes up to and chelsea is jumping to conclusions especially like for never having spoken to this man before yeah like way to show that you are a a, a bitch from the (laughs) (laughs) get-go like she's like literally like raven yada 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 like ben mentions that raven's psychic and raven's like and chelsea's like you even told him your deepest darkest secret wow i guess you guys I guess you really like him. And the men's like, no, no, no. I told him, I told her that because I'm psychic. And Chelsea's like, wow, you guys have so much in common. Like, like to be so like, in love. But he's like, girl, get a, get a grip. Good God, get a grip, girl. But he's like, I don't <laughs> like Raven. Like, I like you, which also befuddled me because. And it befuddled Raven, too. Yeah, it befuddled <laughs> everyone. When she's did they? Like, you, she's like, you do? Well, he's also like, I'm psychic, too, remember? So did so he, he have a vision, vision of what did Chelsea. he have a vision of? I'm scared to find him and out. Chelsea kissing, 
because surely it wasn't of, of anything to do with Raven or he would have gotten into the situation fully knowing what was about to happen. Yeah, what do you think? Or what do you maybe think he just had was? a vision of Chelsea alone in her room being like, I like Ben. <laughs> <laughs> just in her mirror, like looking at herself. I like Ben. Wouldn't that be so convenient to be a teen psychic and being like, dang, I like, I really want to make a move on, on this person, but I don't know if they like me or not. And then you just cut to a vision of them in their bedroom being like, God, I really have the hots for Hunter. <laughs> you finally admit it, huh? <laughs> Oh, Kaya, slip of the tongue. <laughs> Nar. Um, yeah. And that's when Chelsea's like, oh, hee hee, tee hee. I'm like, uh, Chelsea. It's a very tee hee centric episode. Right. Um, that's so tee hee. The line where Chelsea was um, like, Raven, you told him your deepest, darkest secret. Did you even tell him about your extra? And Raven <gasps> cuts her off and she's like, we don't talk about the extra. Extra What? what? What do we, yeah, what is the extra what? My bet is on third nipple or hidden tooth. I was thinking extra toe. Hmm. But we do, see, we do see Ray in, in sandals, do we not? When? Oh, my God. <laughs> do we think Raven has an extra toe? She hmm. could. What did she yeah. do? She designed a pair of sandals. She's like, one of them's closed toed and one of them's open. It's a new concept I invented for no reason. <laughs> no reason at all. Do you think Chelsea had to sign an NDA so she wouldn't reveal what Raven's extra is? Hmm. Um, so Raven and Ben now explain to Chelsea that... Um, Rainbow is locked in the supply closet yeah, somewhere. Yeah, that they've both had this vision. Or they, they lock, locked, it, locked in a room. Somehow they know that she's with Eddie. Well, Raven was like, keep an eye on with Eddie. So she, they're just assuming. But, but here's the order thing. To, here's, yeah, go for it. In order to make the, this double vision happen, they have to be connected. So I think they hug again. They hug because Raven's like, we need to hug. And that's when Chelsea goes Chelsea's to hug still Raven. like, she's squawking about it a little. Yeah, because Chelsea, Ra- Chelsea goes in to hug Raven, and Ray's like, Chels. Not you. I need to hug Ben. So and they hug, like, and they have... This is like when I'm like, now Raven can conjure up visions? Right, can they conjure up visions? Also the fact that some of them are blurry and can be made right. clearer by doing other things. Who has the astigmatism? Because they have <laughs> the vision, and it's blurry um, of Eddie and... Uh, rainbow being let out of where they're where they are mm-hmm. but and the, it says something on the door but it's very blurry and so they're like okay well to make it clearer we we have well, raven goes kiss. raven goes we're gonna have to gonna have to kiss and then of course we're gonna have to kiss um chelsea's like but and chelsea kisses ben first well first of all Y'all are not even officially boyfriend or girlfriend or nothing. You have just confirmed that you both have a crush on each other. I think Chelsea is being a little too possessive. Yeah. Um. But Chelsea steps in and kisses him first, and is like, "I just wanted to be first. And I was like, "Chelsea, this is a dire situation. Rainbow is locked in. The you closet. have a horde of screaming vegetarians. <laughs> right. They're the saying like, "We want rainbow." They are all chanting, "We want rainbow." They are mad. People are angry. Lives are on the line. Someone is like, trapped. I want you to be a very famous person is trapped in a supply closet that smells like throw up sawdust and biz. And you 
just have to lay your lock and lips on this man before a raven. So then they kiss and they have the vision again and it's clearer well, this time and they can see so that the of light when, <laughs> It's so funny when they kiss because they do like the little spit around and then they like zoom. Raven's eye like shoots wide open. I know like their eyes were closed during the kiss. <laughs> but then it's just and, at an angle her eyes to like whoop. <laughs> it's really funny. <laughs> like she but can't yeah. have a vision with her eyes shut? No, because you have to... The camera has to zoom in somehow. I know. <laughs> yeah, like, I, I think, like, uh, do you think Raven has visions while she's sleeping? Dreams? So she's like, you, was that ever a plot if that's Raven's sleep visions? I don't think it was ever a plot because, I mean, if you had a vision while you were sleeping, like, who's to say that it's not... A dream. Just a dream, unless you specifically go through the orange and purple tunnel. Right. But then what if you dream about having a vision? Orange and purple tunnel or it didn't happen? <laughs> What if you have a dream about having a vision and you're not sure if it's like, you know, like when sometimes when you have those dreams and you wake up and for so a second, vivid. you're like, did that like, happen? You're like, was I put on stage? Right. A, did I meet Justin Bieber? <laughs> like, like, literally, you wake up and you're like, was Justin Bieber at my family barbecue? <laughs> and it takes you like a couple hours before you're like, no, definitely not. But there's like, even right. the first two hours out of sleep, you're like. Let me look at my, let me text Justin. You're like, see. you're like, did I just, like, did I win American it's Idol? It's especially bad when I have dreams where I'm like, where I'm packing for a trip and I haven't packed mm-hmm. yet and I wake up and I'm like, oh, or, I'm packed or, and I'm not. Or you dream that you're doing your morning routine. Like your dream is yes. you got out of bed, brush your teeth, got ready for the day and you wake up. You're like, no, wait a second. I could have sworn I was in the car. I got to do all that again. <laughs> so yeah, that would be even more muddy and we are already muddying up the waters this episode is muddying up the lore of that's the that's a raven vision lore and the vision isn't even clear enough to tell them which supply closet it is so then <laughs> raven is like Chels, what do you think they, what do you think they have to do to Chelsea i gotta exact... unbuckle his pants <laughs> like we gotta find out the exact supply closet chelsea you're just gonna have to leave the room Chels, we're doing it for rainbow look away Chels. Chels. Look away. But Chelsea, <laughs> Chelsea and Ben take off because Raven's like, I guess you're just going to have to check every supply closet. I'll deal with the veg heads. Which Chelsea's like, word of advice, don't call them veg heads. Right. So then Raven enters. It's disguisey time. Disguisey time. This is a great disguise. It's a great disguise. One of the most... This episode was kind of... Like, this is all I remember from the episode. Like, I remember the double visions and right. stuff, but this is where, like... Like, once I saw her, I was like, oh, and it all fell into place. Um, this is the, sunshine. This is sunshine. Rainbow's opening act. Mm-hmm. I thought she was going to call herself Rainbow, And then she said, my name's Sunshine. I was like, oh, okay. At least she thought That'd a little be dead first. Giveaway. Yeah. Word um, of advice, she's... Disney girls. Make your disguise name nothing even close to your own. Right. Little Miss Milo um, and Otis. <laughs> haven't forgotten about you I've forgotten Milo and Otis oh, <laughs> um, if y'all are wondering what that is that is from the Miley Cyrus Jones Brothers episode we covered it plug is over check it out um, check it out Sunshine is so Phoebe Buffay coded <gasps> you're so right mm-hmm. the ballad of the, the salad, salad. <laughs> and just the way she talks and how she's like um <laughs> my name but is like, Sunshine Ray- 
Yeah, and Raven, I remember this episode, like, me and my older sister loved the, when we should go, the ballad of the salad. Um, but she sings a song about corn. But she, because, you know, they're all vegetarians, and so that's what the song's about. And then Raven just keeps going, gets lost in the song, and then she's like, I love corn in my mom's deep fried chicken. <laughs> And so now she's talking about singing about fried chicken and the people are booing her. She well, if Raven did her homework, she could have turned around real quick and been like, I meant uh Satan chicken when it's <laughs> fake and it tastes like chicken, but it's not. People boo, but then Rainbow comes up and get and I guess was rescued. We never saw it, but we saw the vision, so we kinda know how Yeah, it we know out. what happens. And then Rainbow takes the stage and that's when Raven and Chelsea have a I'm sorry conversation apologizing to each other what did Raven have to apologize for I mean I don't know I guess she should just apologize because Chelsea's feelings were hurt yeah but Raven like Raven was literally like you understand why I couldn't tell you why I was hanging out with Ben, right? She's like, oh, yeah, 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 of course, of course. I was like, I guess, like, just, like, for clarification, like, Raven's like, I don't like him like that. But then Chelsea's like, and by the way, you're never kissing him again. Raven's like, okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> Raven's like, no skin off my teeth. Literally the next week, they're like, Bayside is burning! <laughs> we, need, we need to know who started the fire. And Raven and Ben are like, mm. look at that. We can't. Like, mm. We can't. <laughs> we can't smooch to find out. Um, but they they pass like lighters at a concert. They pass out carrots. It's carrots and Eddie is excited. He's like free carrots. Yeah, I'm like, ew. Like no dipping sauce. Okay, horse. Where's the? <laughs> it was like long carrots. They too. were long like, carrots with the whole dangly leaves, like stem movie like movie prop. What you feed a horse. Yeah, like straight out of the garden. <laughs> straight to the barn. <laughs> Carrots in my straight pocket. to the barn. Um, and then we get like a song, Rainbow, and everyone's like loving it. Yeah, when she started singing, I was like, okay, singer-songwriter. I was, I was trying to like figure out if this was like a song that was, that Disney was trying to get off the ground, but I don't think it was. I hope not, because it wasn't very good. Yeah. Um, it starts about how she's cold and can put on a blanket to get warm and then it ends with like everybody say love <laughs> so i don't know but the flower power the way that like they're all waving the carrots in the air like lighters and chelsea is nuzzling that man she has it bad she, she is a little too comfortable <laughs> she is a little bit too comfortable like well, i'm she, sorry she, she's she's a dog who peed on the fire hydrant that is her fire hydrant <laughs> She told Raven, do not kiss him, I swear to God. Yeah. I mean, clearly the relationship didn't last because we never see this man again. Right, which I want to talk about. Before we do, we have to talk about the Oh, we have to talk about um, Raven walking up to the stage and singing along with Rainbow like she knows the song all of a sudden. Well, maybe she does because she did seem excited that Rainbow was coming. Yeah, I would assume it's like a song everyone knows. But her walking up to the stage and singing it with the light in her eyes like Rainbow was going to be like, get on up here. <laughs> Raven loves the performance. She does. But yes, this um, last but- scene 
So stupid. Body horror. So <laughs> apparent. So it's a scene with just Raven, Eddie, and Chelsea, um, because the actor Ben he is done for the day <laughs> and done for that. That never doesn't that doesn't matter. Um, and apparently Chelsea for the event ordered so many carrots that they like have to get rid of them. And Chelsea is making carrot juice. Yeah. To get rid of them. Some sort of drink that has a lot of the carrots in them. She turns around. Her skin is orange. Anaranjado. Orange. <laughs> and she's just like, what? She's like, this juice is really good. It's literally like, and they, like their reactions are like, Chelsea. <laughs> Yeah, no, I would be screaming and running away. <laughs> I don't know what it is with that so Raven in particular's obsession with body horror. Right. It's also like that's a Raven's ending. And maybe that's with all Disney, their like ending tag scenes are just so like we need two more minutes of time. Let's just do something random. Oh, we need to wrap up the episode where Raven discovered there was another psychic. Uh, uh, Chelsea turns another color. Chelsea turns orange. <laughs> the end. Okay. So now I think we need to talk about just what could have, what could they have done? I know. Well, first of all, it would have given Chelsea um, a long-term partner and a chance he, of he happiness. He wouldn't even, like, I'm not even asking him to be part of the main cast. Sure. He did not have to. He would not have to be part of the main cast. Just like come up, like just come up in episodes I every mean, now and then. Clearly, we know how to do recurring guest stars because we have multiple teachers. We have teachers. We have Sit Corey's girlfriend in this episode. We have a lot of and Loka and Muffy. Like because I don't know if I don't know. I feel like it just kind of. I'm surprised they didn't just keep him on a little bit. Like if he he didn't even have to be psychic the next time we saw him. Like he's psychic, but you know. It's not like every episode he had to be in was like double visions. I don't know. I, I know. just feel like it was a missed opportunity to have that character continue. I think would have opened up more stories for Chelsea and Raven. I mean, it would have opened like, obviously, we could have gotten more clarification or even more muddying of the <laughs> of the lore and the canon of what it means to be psychic. We could have experienced someone else being a psychic other than Eddie. Yeah. When Eddie was a psychic, they could have like done like seconds. a. They could have done like a episode about like who's the better psychic, right? I know they kind. I know they kind of done that with that Eddie episode, but like you know, like who can have the most visions one day? I mean, <laughs> I maybe know. they felt like it was too little, too late because we are in season three at this point. Yeah, but there's like what fifty five episodes in season three. There are thirty something. There's, there's quite so many. a bit. Um. I'm just saying missed opportunity. No, you're right. And like, especially since they were going to go even longer with season four and season four kind of ends up like instead of another psychic, we get that little girl that Raven has beef with. (laughs) Yeah. And then Raven, like season four has a a recurring character, Donna Cabana. So the, the excuse of, oh, it's Disney Channel. They don't do recurring characters. Doesn't work. So I don't know. I don't know. I think missed opportunity. I I agree with you. All right. Since it is the secrets revealed month, summer of secrets, we have to rate this episode. 
how jaw dropping was the reveal? Right. Like, was it right like a reveal. moment? Rate the reveal. I think Raven revealing that she's psychic to Ben. I'm going to give it a really. I'm going to put it really low on the scale because there was no implicate. There's no implications. Ever yeah, about I'd it. give it like a two out of five because it was two out of five. The reveal was more on him than it was on her. Yeah, clearly because she was the first person he ever told. Yeah. Um, and and it was interesting, but I, I guess it was more of a reveal by necessity. But it wasn't a reveal that had a whole ton of stakes. It wasn't to it like a reveal than, where like yeah. her back was against the wall, right? And the stakes were not like, oh my god, everyone's going to find out and think I'm a freak. My life's going to be ruined. The stakes were like, Chelsea likes this boy, and I can't talk to him. Yeah. So for that reason, I would say like lower on the scale, two out of five. Yeah, I would agree. Two out of five reveals. What do you think of what do you think of the episode as a whole? I would say probably four, four out of five reveals for the whole ep. Um, just for the iconicness of the disguise. I would say it was like a it was, there was no like laugh out loud moments. Oh, other than Orlando Brown going, I can't girl. I can't girl. Um, that was funny. Um Sunshine is classic. I did I, I enjoyed the B-plot for what it was. I, I mean, I'd rather have this than like I a think, nails on I a think, chalkboard B-plot. I think for me, this whole episode is just a bummer. Why? I feel like it, just because I think they could have done so much more with what they introduced. Yeah, in the long run, yeah. So, so like overall, that's what I'm thinking about. It's like, dang. Yeah. That could have been so fun. I think if you like think about it in the big the picture of things, it becomes a little bit more disappointing. But if you think about this just as an episode, I mean, it's still classic Raven. It's still pretty good. Yeah, yeah. A a bad Raven episode is a pretty solid Disney Channel episode, so I would true. say. Um, all right. Well, before we wrap things up, uh, what is our Disney Channel lesson we learned today? The Disney Channel lesson that I learned today is if you have to kiss someone to save something bad from happening, just do it and explain yourself later. Hmm. I think my Disney Channel lesson is keep note on where all the supply closets are in your school because you may have to rescue someone one day. You can find them really fast. Um, all right, Becca, if people want to see um, your double visions, where can they find you? You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Heyo, it's Becca, H-E-Y-O, TikTok, Becca's Records, YouTube, Becca Stogner, and you can check out my other podcast, Youth Group Survivor Support Group, at YGSSG Podcast, wherever you're looking. If you want to follow me on any of the social medias, I'm at Real Hunter Martin on, on Instagram, HKRM Martin on Twitter, um, but more importantly, if you want to keep up to date on anything about this podcast, we're on all the social medias, we're on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok, just type in the Time Machine Podcast, you'll find us there. Uh, rate and review us, uh, give us some stars on Apple Podcasts, uh, give us a review on Apple Podcasts, if you leave one, we will read it on our episode and get, show you the love right back. Uh, give us five stars on Spotify, if you're ever so kind, um, and yeah, like I said, follow us on all the, on all those social medias. DM us, tell us what you like, tell us what you don't like, tell us what you want to hear, tell us what you don't want to hear. We love talking to you guys. It makes this part of the podcast so much more, so much fun and cool. And we want you guys to have so much fun listening to this as we have making it. All right, y'all. Secrets, secrets are going to be revealed all month long on the Time Machine podcast. And we teased it a little bit earlier, but make sure you're back here next week for another secret revealed. 
ooh, we're welcoming, we're, you know, we love to call y'all the time travelers, and we're talking about a time traveler as well. Well, um, maybe we'll see you in the 22nd century next week, but until then, we'll catch you later, time travelers. <laughs> Always buckle your seatbelts. belts.